Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 272, for Wednesday, May 6th, 2015. This is the BGG Page Views Week. The views are generally down over the course of the last week. We also have a lot of new entries. In fact, there are seven that are on the list this week that were not here last week. In fact, the only three games that actually managed to stay from last week are the games with Star Wars in the title. That's right. After a 132-week run, Android Netrunner falls out of the top 10 for the first time, actually dropping all the way down to number 14. And Netrunner set a likely unassailable record of chartings at number 1, It had a 37-week run through the first two-thirds of 2013 and actually spent a total of 57 weeks in the top spot, including, incidentally, another nine consecutive weeks run in early 2014, which is the second longest streak at number one in the history of this list. That consistency that it has had is a strong indication to me that it will probably spend more time in the top 10 in the future. But no Netrunner on the list? It feels like the end of an era, or maybe the end of the first act of this list that has literally always had Netrunner in it. Meanwhile, Dead of Winter also fell off the list, all the way down to number 16. It had a 42-week run broken over a month ago, but had come back strong and reeled off four more weeks in a row, but now has slipped back out again. Again, I wouldn't be surprised to see that make a reappearance either. And, not incidentally, last week's number one, Awesome Kingdom, the Tower of Hate Skull, becomes only the seventh game to miss the chart the week after hitting number one. And this is the first time it's happened in back-to-back weeks. Among tracked games, it was number 80 for the week, but it actually only had a paltry 1,300 views, so in reality, it's not even in the top 100. A dramatic fall-off. The fact that we've had uh, so many games in the last, you know, six to nine months do this really shouldn't be a big surprise, because again, Netrunner sort of blocked out a lot of those problems. There were a lot of games when Netrunner was number one that debuted at number two and then fell off the next week. So it's not something that's going to be unusual. Well, unusual. Not going to be rare going forward. All right. Let's go ahead and get started with the top ten. At number ten, Uh, It's charting for the fifth time, though it has not been here since April of 2013, so over two years off the list for Up Front by Courtney Allen, published by Radiant Gaming, or more accurately, not published by Radiant Gaming, with 8,605 views. That's a 58% jump. Up Front is one of the more notorious Kickstarter issues, It was funded on January 2nd of 2013. That was when it had its first three weeks on the list. 
It ran into legal trouble in April of 2013. That was when it made its fourth appearance. And now there have been some developments to do with the game. You can go to the Kickstarter page or the Board Game Geek forums to see what those are, but it looks like some people will able be able actually to get their hands on the game in some fashion. Returning after two weeks away at the number nine position, Evolution by Dominique Crapuchets, Dmitry Nori, and Sergei Makshin, published by North Star Games with 8,697, a narrow 92-view gap between those two games. That's a big boost, 75% from last week, but it did have a contest on board GameGeek. It is still running on a Kickstarter for the second expansion, and for, or rather, second edition and the expansion. They were looking for $40,000 and have raised over 130000 so far, still with two and a half weeks to go. One of our three holdovers from last week is at number eight. Dropping back two positions is X-Wing by Jay Little, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 9,200 views, a 10% drop. Dropping four positions from number three all the way down to number seven is X-Wing's Big Brother, Star Wars Armada by James Niffen and Christian T. Peterson, published by Fantasy Flight Games at 11,000. 737 as a 26% drop. Pretty hefty. I would have kind of thought that uh, May the 4th would have, you know, generated a little more attention, but apparently that didn't happen. The first of our four out-and-out debuts is at number six, Project Elite by Konstantinos Kokinis and... Sotirios Tsantilis, published by Artipia Games, with 11,850, a gap of only 113 between games 6 and 7. This is a cooperative miniatures game with a 30-minute playtime and a post-apocalyptic theme of alien invasion. Another Kickstarter project looking for 34,000. They have raised 90,000 so far, still about three weeks to go. Our second debut, Tides of Infamy, is at number 5, by Jacob Bunting, published by Game Walker, with 12,311. Another BGG contest is responsible for its spike, but it has a Kickstarter starting today. It's a modular pirate-themed game where players command three ships and explore that ever-changing map. Once again, there's a Kickstarter today. Our third debut is at number four, X-Men Mutant Revolution by Andrew Parks, published by WizKids with 12,440. This is a re-implementation of Gale Force 9's game Spartacus, a game of blood and treachery, currently ranked 194 on BGG. In its 30th week on the countdown... Sliding back one spot to number three is Star Wars Imperial Assault by Corey Kaneska, Justin Kempinen, and Jonathan Ying, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 13,106 views. That's a pretty hefty 20% drop, which takes it down to its lowest number of page views in two months. So from number three to number seven, we have a gap of only about 1,400 views pretty tight competition there 
because it's 2,500 between number 7 and number 8, and 1,200 between number 3 and number 2. At number 2, returning after 12 weeks away, Dungeons and Dragons, Temple of Elemental Evil, by Peter Lee and Ben Petrizor, published by WizKids with 14,300 views. Again, this is the fourth game in this D&D board game series, uh, after Castle Ravenloft, Wrath of Ashardalon, and Legend of Drizzt. It was released about a week ago, and has managed to vault all the way up into the number two spot. Though with only 14,352 views, this is the weakest number two we have seen in nine months, since August 6, 2014, right before Gen Con. And at number one, debuting there, is Execution Force by Games Workshop. No given designer. Actually, the full name is Assassinorum Execution Force. It hits the top with 20,590 views. It makes our 37th different number one. It is a Warhammer 40k cooperative board game with a playtime of an hour and a price tag of $125. Can Execution Force hold on, or will it be the third in a row to drop out of the top ten next week? I can almost guarantee it won't be number one next week. It's already fallen out of the top of the daily hotness. But that's why you tune in from week to week, right? To find out which games are the hottest. For Wednesday, May 6th, 2015.